0: You're listening to episode one of season five. This is our season five premiere for Brave the podcast. I'm excited to be back with you and going to give you the download on what's been going on with the podcast. My take on entrepreneurship right now heading into the busiest season of the year and what to expect coming up on season five. So let's get into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to Brave and the Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the ethical fashion brand Circle, host of this podcast, business coach, business mentor. I am excited to be back with you for another season of Brave and Boss. So it's been a little while <laughs> since we last chatted. I think the last podcast episode we did went live in, I could be wrong, I think in August was maybe the last one. So it's been a bit of a wild summer and now we're into fall. So really getting into the busy, busy season right now. So yeah, July 28th, that was the last one. Wow. So August, September, October. So we're like three month hiatus. We've been on here at Brave and Boss. A lot of reasons for that. So I'll go into that for sure in a minute. But yeah, definitely excited to be back with everybody. I know that many of you have been catching up on back episodes, which is amazing. You know, lots has changed in e-commerce and we'll definitely touch on that also. But a lot of those basic principles still remain the same, let's say. So I think it's really important to catch up on those episodes if you can, if you haven't listened to a lot of them, because some of those basics just still really hold true. So first, let's talk about, before we get into what's happening this season and talking about my take on e-commerce, let's talk about, let's talk about me. (laughs) Most importantly, I'm sure you're really curious to hear about me. What have I been up to? What is my business up to? What is the podcast up to? And what's going to happen with the podcast? And then let's talk about e-commerce a little bit. So yeah, I've been busy primarily with Encircled, my fashion brand. It's been a wild summer, I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure many of you who are really reliant on direct-to-consumer channels are feeling it right now. So it is a time where there's just a lot going on in direct consumer So if you are not super reliant on paid ads and stuff like that, congratulations, that's amazing, number one. <laughs> number one, that's amazing. Number two, I would say ads. We talk a lot about this on the podcasts in the last season, but iOS 14's big update with Apple really shook everything to the core in e commerce direct to consumer. And the long and the short of that, just for people who don't know what that is, is that basically privacy changes change with Apple. They pushed out an update and they made people re opt into basically analytics and tracking from third-party cookies. So for Facebook, who really relies on that, that was massive. And I would say that it has been felt at different junctures. So there was definitely like the initial kind of uh, part of it. And then It really started to ramp up, I think, around May for a lot of people where they felt like, whoa, the data that I'm getting in Shopify, you know, isn't adding up with what I'm seeing over there. And then it's just got, I think, progressively, to be honest, worse and worse every month. So really that data transparency is gone. So you could be running an ad, you know, I'll give you a good example. We were running some ads in September. I was still, yes, I was running our Facebook ads again. That's another story. And I could tell we were selling a product because it from Facebook, because we were promoting it nowhere else. It's not our most popular product. So I knew it was coming from Facebook, but then when I went to Facebook, It just did not look like that at all. So I was like, hmm, what's going on there? Like, why is this product selling? And it shows like the ROAS is really bad. Very, very odd. But that is the new way of looking at things. Like, now we have to look at data holistically and look at sales holistically. And that becomes harder to optimize against, to be honest. And that's really the challenge that we're facing right now is that it is just really hard to figure out where these people came from and like, what is happening? (laughs) Like just all these things are really, really hard. So if you are feeling that pinch from Facebook ads, you are not alone. I mean, I have been through it. We hired a very expensive agency in the summer and they were not good and wasted a ton of money with them. And then now I've hired another agency who is really struggling as well. And I just think At this time, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, what is the right thing to do? Should I do Facebook ads? Should I run them myself? Should I hire an agency? Um, And the question really is, it depends. For a lot of people, to be honest, an agency doesn't really make sense because they are so expensive and they do take up just a lot of that margin dollar. So I'm even rethinking what's the best way to restructure for that myself. But for a lot of brands, I just talked to a guy the other day who's running $300,000 a month on Facebook ads himself. So it is possible to do it yourself. It does take a lot more work to test and learn and do it properly, but it is still a viable channel if you get the right people doing it, the right content, the right product. But it is a tough go out there for that. And then to add insult to injury, we added the IS 15 update, which, if you're not familiar with, that one was basically in a nutshell, I'm trying to think of like how it was working on Mac mail privacy. So anybody who uses Mac mail on desktop now has the option to block their privacy too. So our open rates are all messed up now in emails. So lots going on, lots to talk about on the podcast this season um, and lots of good conversations to be had around principles of business, online marketing, all that kind of good stuff that I think is really mission critical right now. Like you have to get those things right, especially heading into the Black Friday, Cyber Monday time of year where we are definitely heading into that very quickly. So what's on the podcast this season? So I am super excited this season to bring to you a whole new slew of guests that are amazing. I don't even know sometimes how I get these people. (laughs) Like it is so good. We get lots of pitches to be on the show now, which is great. And we have a lot of people coming on. We have five or six interviews already solidified and and done. We have a lawyer. We have several product manufacturers. Lots of people have grown and scaled businesses. It's going to be an exciting, exciting season. And lots of solo episodes in between where you get to hear from me and hear my experience as well. The one thing I want to mention too is that I think coming into this busy season, Right now, at the time of this episode airing, you really need to be maximizing what you got at this time of year. So, if you're having supply chain issues, which is very common for a lot of people, especially if they're importing, you need to reconsider some of your discounting strategy. Because if you're having a shortage of supply of product, discounting for Black Friday, Cyber Monday may not make sense. So, that's one thing to consider. If you haven't accessed the product, you should really be working on strategizing you know, the right offers to go out and write emails and whatnot. It's really a critical time to get those things right. And for me, I think, you know, looking at the landscape of e-commerce, it is a time to, normally I wouldn't say this around Black Friday. And I think, you know, you want to get your email game down. So you've taken my email marketing masterclass. So you've got those systems all set up. But if not, you can check that out on my website, christysumer.com. But now is the time to, if something's not working, don't keep doing it. I think that is a really good lesson and Facebook ads kind of fall into that bucket to a certain extent because, or Instagram ads, whatever you're doing, because if you're not seeing traction from it, you could just be lighting money on fire. And if you're doing stuff on Instagram and it's not working, like why keep doing it? So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that I think is happening and needs to be addressed. Otherwise, you know, it's very easy right now in this really challenging e-commerce environment to stick your head in the sand and just be like, ah, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like this will blow over. But, you know, this is a massive e-commerce correction. And I'm seeing brands go from advertising on Facebook and Instagram who were these strong powerhouse Q2C brands. Now they are using TV and print. Uh, that is scary, to be honest. <laughs> that is really, really scary because I come from that world previously when I worked in consumer packaged goods and that is not cheap and it is not targeted. There are all these things and I'm sure the targeting is better now that like we have more analytics and stuff like that. But like, dang, that is if that is where we're going, we're having a total redirection. So Start thinking now about what channels you can start testing and activating because that's what it's really all about is that test and learn. At this point, when you're feeling like, you know, channels are just not working or something's just really weird, you need to be testing as much as possible because that test is what's going to lead to really figuring out new channels where you can start to get some traction. And you may want to relook at some channels where you have written them off potentially for whatever reason that's really important because again, the landscape has really, really changed. So you want to look at what's working now, which is not what worked before. Because if you were talking about like 2017 or something like that, what worked then is very difficult, different than what works now. So one thing I see a lot is that like, there's a bunch of brands that I follow their founders and they started a product typically in the beauty or consumer product space. And a lot of them ended up getting acquired by like really, really big brands in 2017, 2018. So trunk club is like one of those brands where this was bought for $350 million in 2016. They said it was worth $150 million. Nordstrom did. So it's already gone down more than half in value. And then now it's basically worth nothing. <laughs> so, There was a time, you know, this 2016 time where, 2017, where, you know, if you made a deodorant that was natural and you got some scale, you were given this crazy valuation. It's still happening for sure in e-commerce, but it's a lot more difficult to get these kind of crazy acquisitions going and these crazy multiples because getting those sales is so much harder right now. So, so much harder. If you're in e-commerce solely and you don't have a, a storefront, it's a difficult time because in the last two years, more places have launched in this space. Of course they have because more people are shopping online, except now more, less people are shopping online and now more people are back in the stores. So you really need to be clear on who you are, what you do, your why more than ever and I can definitely, definitely, definitely speak to this in my space specifically that there's been just an influx of, you know, slow fashion brands starting sustainable fashion brands. There's a lot of greenwashing happening from other brands who are claiming to be like the market has changed. And if you are still coming to the market with the same value proposition you had in 2018, 2019, you are probably in a bit of trouble because the market is not operating how it used to. So the best thing I think you can do right now is really work on your brand. If it is slow right now for you, which I hope it's not, but I know if it is, it's like really, really common. Work on your brand, do that brand value proposition work, really tune into your what, your why, your how, and start to brainstorm some ideas to do things differently. And to carve out a unique niche for yourself. And that may require you to talk to some of your customers. It may require you to really get quite diligent on the process because it is a tough battle out there. And we really want you to be successful in e commerce, but we need to start doing different things and trying out new experiments to see if you can start to get some traction. So, you know, what you got won't get you there. You know, that old saying, like what got you here won't get you there. It is so, so true in e-commerce and it is generally really true, but more than ever, it is true now. And that is tricky because I think it's been a hell of a time for a lot of e-commerce and small business owners. And now you have to shift again. Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. But like, what, what is the option? If you don't change your business could die. So let's make some change. Let's be slow and smart about it, but let's start to make some changes and see if it can make a difference. Yeah, so anyways, that's it for my intro for season five. Excited to share with you new guests, talking about new tactics. When you're listening to this, I really implore you to check out our Black Friday Cyber Monday workshop that I did last year. There's a recorded version available. You can purchase it at any time, download it, listen to it. It is 100% still relevant. Even though yes, things have changed, the tactics of Black Friday will still work for you. And I really encourage you if you do have product to participate, don't be shy. Even if you feel like you have a small brand or a sustainable brand, there's ways to participate in Black Friday that feel authentic to your brand. and we cover that all in the workshop for a very low investment. So check it out. Otherwise, please check me out on Instagram at Christy Sumer. I'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on season 5 as we post the episodes. and if you have any guest suggestions, As always, you can send them over to me by DM and join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Brave and Boss Entrepreneurs. And last but not least, write a review. If you like this podcast, I would be super, super grateful if you review it. It takes two seconds in your app. Just click five stars if you're feeling it. It would really help us get more visible to more e-commerce entrepreneurs like you and help them out this year in this challenging time. All right. Have a lovely day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.